Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is another week of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, my good friend and co-host, Ben Pierce. Ben, how are you doing, sir? I'm fantastic. I just woke up from a nap not too long ago, which was, uh, which was predicated by an intense workout. And then after this, I shall be having leftover pizza. So oh, it's going to be a good night. Is it good pizza? Yes, absolutely. What did you get? What did you get? Um, I, I get the half cheese, half pepperoni. Damn it, that sounds better than the one that we ordered a couple of, last week. The one we ordered was just disgusting. It had all of uh, those mushrooms, cheese, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's not pizza. I can't do mushrooms. The, the consistency just kind of creeps me out. But but that's not pizza. Does that sound like a pizza to you? No, no. Jesus, I don't know what they did. It was terrible. Oh man. So. What if, what if your What if your parents think of it? They're the ones that ordered it, but uh, the, it's the people that made it when we went to pick it up. They should, they should have known better than uh, what they gave us. Which, by the way, last week, uh, I had a busy week. Uh, my uncle was up from Florida. Uh, and how did that go? That was fun. He's cool. Uh, we might be going down for Thanksgiving in November. Oh, very good. And we were... We were supposed to go up to Michigan, but we ended up not going because my brother was uh, busy, so he he already let us know that he was going to be busy, so we decided to just not go this time around. Oh, uh, well, you know, it, well, it was nice of him to give you a heads up, though, because yeah. a lot of traffic. Yeah. There's a lot of traffic. So, man, I tell you, there was a lot of wrestling last week. Last uh, weekend, it was crazy. I'm. We are on day fourteen uh, of the G one climax. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm like criminally behind, so don't judge me. No. But that's just a lot of wrestling. No, you know what? No, you know you're right. That that is a lot of wrestling. I don't think you you could handle. It. I don't know how I'm doing it. Uh, Myself, but like this is my first G One climax, so it's kind of fun. Like there's been a lot of great wrestling, but what I do the the trick is, they have like tag team matches at the beginning of the of each show. I just bypass all the tag matches and I go straight to the G One tournament matches itself. So I so so I'm not far. I'm not like far behind. And then, um, then, um, I was asked to check out <laughs> Triple A's Triple Mania pay-per-view, Ben. Before you, before you get into it, because I, I know where you're going with this, before you get into it, just for, just for grins, who asked you to check it out? Um, my good friend over at the uh, other podcast, uh, Wrestling POV, my good friend TJ Logan, asked me, 
he said he actually messaged me and asked me, do you want to check out Triple Mania because I was going to talk about it on the show. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Why not, right? Oh, my God. Now look. Exactly. Okay, so I understand this AAA, right? It's a Mexican promotion. You have the you have like the Mexican commentary, which uh, you which I expect them to have. But your Mexican audience isn't the only one watching. You've got like you've got the entire world that watching. You should at least have the, an English uh, stream as well. But aside from that, the card itself was just really, really boring. Made up of six man tag matches. A lot of guys that I haven't even heard of. Yeah. They had a few impact wrestlers on there. Excuse me, such as, cool. Uh, well, few impact in AEW, such as Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, the Lucha Brothers. They had Killer Cross, Scarlet Bordeaux, Tessa Blanchard. They had a women's TLC match, and uh, the only single match was the main event, which was a mask versus hair match. Match with the um, Blue Demon defeating Doctor Wagner Jr. and that. Was just painful. The whole card was just painful. Uh, yeah. So. So, I don't know how I got through it actually. I had it playing in the background. Like, you know how you're looking at me right now? In the little box in the upper right hand corner? Yeah. That's how I had that pay per view playing while I was doing other things on my iPad. Yeah, I was like uh, looking up on uh, my uh, movie posters oh, and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host is out. Is now a comedian. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, so you want to, so should we get into this uh, show then? Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Yeah. I'm good. Oh. Dude, I, I made myself laugh a little too hard. Uh oh. Alright. <laughs> okay, so we say we jump into Monday Night Raw. Ben, take it away. Now that I am sufficiently recovered from my laugh attack, I will take I will take that uh, discussion. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, this week's raw came to, came to us from the PPT uh, Paints Arena. That's a terrible arena name. Yeah. Um, fr- from uh, Pittsburgh, 
I was not aware. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is wrong with you? All jokes aside, the card kicked off with uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair uh, teaming up to take on Natalia and uh, Trish Stratus, who um, who has who has since announced that her SummerSlam match against Charlotte Flair uh, will indeed be her retirement match. Oh, is that... When, when was that? She, uh, she announced it either today or yesterday on Instagram. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, I, I, I always enjoy it when, uh, when Trish Stratus is on my screen. Huh? But I, I thought I thought um she had already retired though. Well yeah, but, you know she came back for the evolution. Oh okay yes okay that makes sense. Yeah, technically she retired in two thousand six. Yeah okay. So I'm not sure why it's being called her retirement match, but anyway, um so Natalia and Tristan has lost via DQ. And that match was 7 minutes and 9 seconds. Now, Ben? Really Sorry, go on. I, I was going to say, I really can't comment on um, on that match because, you know, 7 minutes and 9 seconds to lead up to a DQ, that doesn't really give you much to work, to work off of. Okay, now, Ben, I have a question. Um, so, at the end of the match... That would, this is what led to the DQ is that Natalia had Becky Lynch in the sharpshooter. Becky was reached reached the ropes. However, Natalia did not release the hold, so the referee called for the belly into the DQ. Now, after this, it was Trish Stratus who pulled Natalia off of uh, Becky Lynch. And then Natalia, for some reason, turned around and pushed uh, Trish Stratus. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure because the one, the one, the one thing um, about that, I, I guess that that makes it make a little bit of sense, even though I didn't like it, is uh, technically Natalia is a heel now. I was just gonna ask you that. It, I was going to ask you that. Did we just see her turn heel on Raw? Well, it, it, it's, it's so interesting because from week to week, she seems to play different roles. She seems to go back and forth from being a heel and being a face. Um, and then watch, on the on Sunday night, she's going to come out to, to a huge pop. Well, absolutely. I mean, Canada is heart country. That's, that, that goes without saying. Yeah. Yep. I I personally uh, prefer her as a heel. She just to me she doesn't pull off a convincing uh, face. So what do you think of her promos? They're physically painful. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So it so so I'm not that alone.
<laughs> Why do you do that to yourself, though? No, I got that musical reference. I'm saying, why do you do that to yourself? Why would you inflict the pain on yourself? Something I don't know. Do you think they do you ever do you think they'd ever have him unmask again? No, because when 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 it was done in WCW, it was an absolute freaking disaster. I remember the first time uh, that uh, they did when he lost uh, the match to Kevin Nash, and then he yeah. was like, and then uh, then uh, they 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 were like pretend like they were all scared, and they told him to put the mask back on. Yeah. Well, I, I, didn't like, I didn't like that in general. I just thought it was disrespectful to, uh, to the culture of Lucha Libre. I just, you know, there's a time and a place for a mask to be removed, but then, like, tradition has to be followed. But what about, but, but what about Humitud Guerrero? Well, and... Psychosis. No, they were terrible. Mostly because they, well, well, one, they were terribly racist, and two, um, and two, it was just they should have stayed in their mask and they should have focused on the in-ring talent of these guys rather than 
rather than some sort of racist uh, com- uh, comedy routine. So I didn't like that, but um, I love I love their this chemistry together, and I I I wouldn't mind seeing them wrestle six times a week on my TV. I, mean, I could just I could watch that all day long. Um, and then we had another squash match for uh, for the uh, War Machine mm-hmm. against, against Jimmy and Johnny Boots and Tights or whatever the hell. Um, <laughs> Jimmy and Johnny Boots and Tights. Actually, you know what? While you were uh, talking about the the Mexicos, and I was uh, doing my homework here. And looking up information on these guys. Anything interesting? So let's see. Johnny Boots. <laughs> okay, Eric Abraham was uh, is a Canadian wrestler uh, um, who used to who competed for Impact Wrestling. Uh, he. Yeah, he competed under his uh, real name, Idris Abraham, or whatever his name is. And uh, the other guy is Jay Alexander, and he competed in, um, for RPW, which is, I'm not sure if that's, uh, that's not, no, no, yeah, RPW. I don't know if that's the Rev Pro, the Rev Pro Wrestling. But that's, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, the information on these guys. Cool. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we just, we, we gave Leo his moment to see, because he, he absolutely loves doing that. Well, I have to, I have to educate the public on these independent stars, since I'm a huge no, fan of independent I wrestling. All right, well, <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much. I'm not, I'm not criticizing, I'm just, you know. Yeah. Just Thank you very much. Um, and okay. Then, uh, <laughs> next up we had... Uh, yeah, next match, because I, I have nothing to say about this, uh, this War Machines match. Come on! The, the, uh, the disqualification. And I damn near threw up uh, when that happened. First of all, what do you think, of, what, what do you think about uh, that name, the OC? I think it's terrible. You know what? My brother and I binge-watched all four seasons of that show. See, that's why we watched it. We didn't watch for the dudes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's not, that's a terrible name, the OC, but 24 seconds. Come on, that's disgusting. Uh, 
I know, it's, it's terrible. Um, let me recover myself by taking a sip. Alright. No, that, that's just this. I swear, I'm so sick and tired of the new day. Just they need to be done with this team already. Yes, they do. I 100% agree. Um, let's see. And then we had, uh, and then we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki. I'm sorry. Thomas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You missed one match. I really hate when you do this, though. Oh, it, it's, uh, well, you're preaching to the choir, brother, that's all I can say. <laughs> um, so AJ Styles joined his fellow club members against, uh, Ricochet, Biggie, and Xavier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, they, they beat down, they, uh, beat down Biggie and company. Now isn't that isn't is it a bit uh, odd that they would have Big E, Ricochet, and Xavier Woods? Uh, yeah, it is. What happened to Kofi Kingston? that to see uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross win the belts. I just, they, I just, I kind of I kind of like this team. I just don't like who I just don't like uh, whoever books Alexa Bliss's matches because they always have to insert that one spot where she gets dropped on the back of her head. Yeah, well, somebody needs to stop that. Yeah, I just don't like that. Whoever whoever's booking her matches uh, needs to be replaced, dude. Yeah, seriously. So um, I'm going to uh, toss it over to you to start the uh, SmackDown review while I go uh, fetch something. But just uh, keep talking for thirty seconds, and I'll be right back. Oh, oh, and uh, before before we do that, um, when you get back, we can just bring up uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe on. Uh, Rock, because that was like the big theme of the night. Absolutely. Alright, so we are going to now move over to WWE SmackDown, and SmackDown this week came to us from the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. And we kick things off with Dolph Ziggler defeating Ali. And in the second match, we had Ember Moon and Natalia. 
going to a draw because they were both counted out. Then Alistair Black defeated Sami Zayn, and in the main event, it was the New Day defeating Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan by DQ. Yes, I call them Eric Rowan. I'm not going to call them Rowan. Because I think it's ridiculous to keep using their last names only. So, basically, uh, the theme of SmackDown was um, the opposite of Monday Night Raw because on SmackDown they had an exclusive interview with Roman Reigns asking him about these recent accidents. Oh, I know. It's, it's so weird. I, I, it's like, whatever. So, we, we have an interview with Roman Reigns, and he's asked about all these attacks that have been happening recently, and if he knew who is behind all the attacks, and his answer was basically he knows who it's not and it's not Samoa Joe so he issued an apology which was what Samoa Joe was looking for on Raw the night before. So Ben, um, playing off of that, um, tell the fans uh, the, big ang- the big story or the main theme of Raw the night before. So the, the biggest thing was... Um they kept replaying the attack uh, on Ron Reigns like over and over again. Yeah, wait, 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 that that was the car one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I know they also had that one where the equipment fell on him. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm get, I was getting to that. You, uh, oh, my bad. Go on. You, you beat me to the punchline. Go on. You didn't hear nothing. So, Gentlemen, let this be a lesson. Never walk and look at your phone. Always pay attention to where you're going. Because then you're going to run into problems. Which that was uh, 
And you see, you see some of Joe's like, stay down, stay down. Okay, so um, why don't we take a break and uh, we will be back with our rundown of uh, NXT TakeOver Toronto and SummerSlam 2019 that all goes down this weekend. Absolutely. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are going to get into the main shows of this weekend and... That being NXT TakeOver Toronto and SummerSlam 2019. Both events going down this weekend. And uh, let's kick things off with NXT TakeOver Toronto. Ben, take it away. Okie dokie, so we have the typical uh, five match TakeOver lineup. TakeOver is so fun. Absolutely, TakeOver's And before you go on, um, TakeOver this week, this uh, weekend takes place on August the 10th, which is tomorrow night, and it comes to us from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Absolutely. Always on top of the small details. I just wanted to do that for you, so you can just focus on the matches. Oh, I know. I, I, I run it from the bottom to the top. I don't go top to bottom. Yeah, we're, 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 not, we're, not, we're not doing that. I'm going to go uh, bottom to top. Okay. So, uh, first match, we have uh, the uh, triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong. Okay. Um, Elio, who you got? Well, I know who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Pete Dunne. I already know that. Um, Velveteen. 
Well, actually, I don't know that, but I'm just, that's just my own guess. Because I think he's focused on uh, the NXT UK Championship and getting that one back. Good call. So, I'm going to... I might go with Roderick Strong, just because, I don't know, Velveteen Dream. It's kind of... I don't know, is the dream kind of uh, fading away? Well, not fading. We're not fading away. Like, no, not like fading away. Like, uh, I mean, fading away. Like, uh, that it's kind of like it's not new anymore. It's like getting old. Like the Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, uh, thing stuff that they keep doing. No. Um, Yeah, but that's what I meant when I said, like, I think the dream is kind of fading away, so I'm going to go with Roderick Strong. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think Roderick Strong is on the come up, so I'm going to have to give him the nod on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and personally, I, I think this match uh, could steal the show, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The next match we have is uh, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. And oh. I'm going to say Io Shirai. I think she's going to ride the momentum of her recent heel turn. Yep. And uh, because the one the one thing that I don't like about Candice, Candice LeRae, and I have to say it, it, her position makes sense uh, being the... The true, um, you know, baby face because of um, because of her relationship with Johnny and uh, and just her her character in general. So it's not just Johnny, um, but she plays the like the perfect heel to get her her face kicked in by Io Shirai, which I think is exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Io Shirai. Oh, how terrible are they? I'm just, because, because, let me explain something to you. Both Kyrie Zane and Asuka are just too damn good to be stuck with this bullshit. Yep. I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping that Io Shirai doesn't get the same treatment. So, um, I'm hoping she gets a nod uh, tomorrow night. I love Asuka and Kyrie Zane. I just don't, uh, I don't like this Kabuki Warrior thing. Yeah, and, and the thing the thing with Paige, it just makes it so random. Like, why is she managing them? Like, they haven't given us a reason. Yep. Um, so, next up we have the NXT Tag Team titles uh, on the line with Undisputed Air uh, taking on uh, the Street Profits. Hmm. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with the Street Profits on uh, Raw. Like uh, right now, they just have them in backstage segments. Yeah, but and, and with that being the case, I, I would I would still um I would still have them retain. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm going with the three prophets to retain. Um, even though they are on, uh, they seem to be part of the main roster on Raw. No, no, that's why I said, like, uh, they, they're, they're, they're mainly being used in backstage segments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I like these guys, so they're, they're cool. I like Sheena Baszler's champion, but I'm just done with it. I, w- I want to see. I'm going to take Mia Yim to win this one. Yeah, me too. We're, we're, we're exactly on the right of the same mindset on that one. I, lo- I love Sheena Baszler, but I want to see her do something Decided by William Regal. Um, the, it says it says on the the card rundown that the uh, the third fall has not been announced yet, and that if it's necessary, William Regal will decide what it is on the show. Oh, will decide the the kind of match. I understand. Okay. Yes. Alright. Um. So, who do you have in this one then? And why do you say Johnny Gargano? I just, I, I, think, I think it's time for him to be firmly established at the top of NXT. Okay. I really do. Um, I, I like this feud a lot, um, but I don't want to see another uh, Tommaso Ciampa um, type feud for Johnny. I think, I think he needs to start taking a little bit of... Uh, Johnny as well. Um, Adam Cole. Mm, I don't know. What do you think about Adam Cole, though? I I I liked him. I liked him better in ROH. He just seemed like a more fluid version of himself. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this. I don't know if this makes sense. But like, uh, remember how. Before, when he first came in, everyone was like, Adam Cole, baby, right? Like, everyone was all about Adam Cole, Adam Cole. I think that, that novelty is uh, kind of worn off. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Cagano. Sorry. I think it's I think it's more about undisputed era as a unit now. Oh, I love their themes, so their entrance theme. Oh, that's gonna be oh. my that's gonna be my uh, theme. Oh, it, oh, it's the best theme ever. <laughs> okay, so. So that is uh, our uh, run-on for NXT TakeOver Toronto, which takes place tomorrow night, August the 10th, in the Scotiabank Arena. And is available on the WB Network. And no, I'm not going to plug the price. Go watch it yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, uh, it doesn't even have a price, because apparently every month... Uh, the that that pay per view for the month is is seems to always be free. Maybe the uh, maybe entire network should be free. I mean, they always give the pay per view free for that month. Well, uh, at least for first time subscribers, yeah. One of many for Wow. It's not. It's not. It's not that hard. All you have to do is cancel one subscription. The month after you re you resign as the first time. Under another under a new, under a new name. Yeah, well, that, well, that's a that's a good point. But I'm just not dirty. I'm just not dirty minded like that. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but it's just it's funny how they always say for it's uh, always free for first time subscribers. Because I uh, can imagine if, he, if someone actually did that. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Alright, so let's uh, see what uh, SummerSlam has for us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what, which one? The, the Intercontinental title, uh, Nakamura versus Ali, I've heard that that is not happening. Oh, okay. Man, they're, they're, they're canceling a lot of matches. For, 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 for saying that this is going to be a long show that's like six hours long, they're canceling a lot of matches. Yeah. Uh, at SummerSlam, Roman Reigns could still have a match, although we don't know against who. But as, as, of, as of right now, it's being advertised that Roman Reigns will have a confrontation with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. And I am reading here that apparently, um, oh, okay, yeah, Drew Gulak's defending the championship on the, on the event as well. Okay, so uh, let's uh, get into these matches, uh, bottom to top. So, <clears throat> on 
First match in, we have the Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak defending against Oni Lorcan. Yeah, I don't. I don't think even only Lorcan think believes he'll win this match. I'm thinking Drew Gulak. Absolutely. Then we have Trish Stratus facing Charlotte Flair. I'm going with Trish. I'm going with Charlotte. Okay, I'm just saying Trish because I know that when she comes out, the roof is gonna blow off the Scotiabank Arena, much uh, like. Yeah. The, 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 the one thing uh, that I find uh, odd is Trish doesn't really fit the, this WWE of uh, 2019. Is it just me or does she feel out of place a little? That's how I was saying, like, this is a different WWE than when she was around.
Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Dolph. Yeah, sorry Dolph, but I'm gonna pick Goldberg. And since 2004, that's a long time. Exactly. Alright, uh, next we have the United States Championship. AJ, AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. Hmm. AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles, he just won it. I don't think he's going to drop it right away. Then we have Finn Balor's taking on Bray Wyatt. I'm going with Bray Wyatt because we all, we all know Finn Balor's taking time off. Yeah, we don't even have to discuss it. It's, it's going to be... Yep. I mean, this is the Fiend's in-ring debut, so of course, of course Bray Wyatt's going to take Then we have Kevin Owens uh, taking on Shane McMahon, and if Owens loses, he will quit WWE and likewise for Shane McMahon. And uh, while well, we know where this one's going, Kevin Owens uh, beats Shane, and uh, we won't see Shane on TV anymore for uh, for a while. That's why I said Kevin Owens wins, and uh, we don't see, we won't see Shane McMahon for a while. Then, okay. The WWE Championship: Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. I don't see Randy Orton be winning. Winning. I'm gonna go with Kofi, but I really think that something something is gonna happen. Yeah, I think I think personally, what I think is gonna happen, right? I think Big E is gonna turn on Kofi, screw him, and and Randy's gonna win. So Randy's gonna become the champion. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I think we lost our co-host. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. So you're saying that um, Randy Orton is going to be champion? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Alright, Um. let's see. You know what? I am going to go with that Orton because I'm so overdone with Kofi Kingston. And you know what? The whole pancake thing, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just... 
Uh, next we have for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defending against Ember Moon. Ben, is it Ember Moon's time? I think so, yeah. I think, I think uh, it's time for Ember Moon. I think I'm going to pick Ember to win. Then, for the Raw Women's Championship, we have Becky Lynch taking on Natalia. You know what? I'm going to go with Natalia on this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to I think, I think Canada needs a happy moment. I mean, we, we, we've always, like, been behind Becky Lynch to, like, win, like, all her matches. But this time around, I'm going to go with the, the other way here. Then in the, in the main event, we have, for the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar, no, sorry, the reigning, defending Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, defending against Seth Rollins. Um, I'm sorry, I had, to, I had to do that. Yeah, well, I, I don't blame you, so I <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with Brock as much as it pains me because, yeah, well, no, actually, I am going to go with Brock and I don't feel bad about it because I'm done with Seth Rollins as well. Yeah, going after Will Ospreay, talk, speaking about, like, comparing bank accounts. You know, like, this is terrible. Like, I, I'm just done with Seth Rollins. Like, he, 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 he thinks, like, he's, he's, he talks like he's better than everyone else, and, and he's always, like, that's all he does is talk and doesn't do anything else. So that is our rundown for NXT take uh, takeover and NXT and uh, WWE SummerSlam. Ben, what do you see? We bring this show to a close. Yes, and, and before we do, we should. Have been, we oh should have been wait, we forgot the. Yes, we forgot this day in history. Yes, before we close this show, we forgot this day in history, and you know what? I didn't forget because what I am going to do is for everyone, for all our listeners, on this day in history, we had this iconic moment taking place right here. I'm here.
Here we go. This is this is it. On this day in history, August Monday, August 9th, 1999, this happened. That's right, Chris Jericho made his debut on August 9th, 1999. Ben, how cool was that? Uh, absolutely awesome. <laughs> you were marking out, I could tell. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> okay, so that is our for this week. Ben, or let's wait and see if we bring this to a close now. Absolutely. After that markout moment, that was literally a markout moment. Alright, so Ben, enjoy NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. You too, my friend. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you as well enjoy uh, TakeOver and SummerSlam, and we will be back next week with all the fallout and all the results from both shows. So for my co-host, Ben Pierce, I'm Elio Canella, saying we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the folks. Goodbye, folks. Make sure your walls are reinforced for next week's show, just in case. <laughs>